What's up, everyone? This is All You Can Geek Gamescast, episode 448. I'm Mike. With me is Corey. Yo. And Tony. Hello. What's up, guys? Jim is out today. He's in an undisclosed location with a bunch of children. Wow, that sounds so (laughs) bad, dude. I know. I did that on purpose. (laughs) He's... He's a chaperone right now. He's he's doing God's work. Um, <laughs> anyway, so he's busy, but we're here with Adam, and I'll I'll lead us into this game cast, the pre pre E three games cast. <laughs> and it's not even E three; it's just the stuff around it. Right. Yeah. Well, and we'll talk about that a little more later about what exactly E three means anymore, or you know, if it's just a time now. We'll talk about that later. But um, yeah, so we've got a few things to go through, but I guess we'll start with what we've been up to. Uh, Corey, you want to lead us off? Yeah, sure. I mentioned last week that my goal was to beat Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Whoa. and I've done it. I've beaten the game and uh, finally beat the, the end boss there. So I was... I guess I think I mentioned last week I was a little further back than I thought, um, but once I did hit chapter nine, like chapter nine and ten were really were quick, and it probably took me a couple, couple hours maybe. Uh, Amalthus, though, he's uh, a character <laughs> in the game that you fight towards the end. There, he's such a like annoying. <laughs> oh, he's so annoying! Like he has a move that basically blocks you from doing your special move. So, like the best way to do damage is to do these like combo moves with like um so basically you're you have these different elements you trigger an element and then it has a tree where you kind of go down the tree to trigger the third stage of that and then that creates an orb that goes around your enemy and then if you trigger your combo move i forget what they call that um but you trigger it you can like do more damage and then like destroy this orb and then continue to do damage without them actually doing anything to you basically you're in like a matrix mode where you just like freeze the enemy and you're just destroying them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I, the thing is, you want to get to like three orbs. I'd say at least, at least. Yeah. So least. you and think you have to. Oh, you can't have more than one of the same um, cool. element either. So uh, you're trying to trigger these things, and like I'll get a, I'll get to three or four, and then I can't trigger anything because I'm just like characters are dying left and right and then my <laughs> guys i'm like i lose connectivity to them or whatever like the um the sink the, the sink. sink yeah and yeah. so you can't trigger these moves to get more orbs so it's just like it was so annoying and he does like this move that just like kills you in one shot essentially so it was really yeah. quite annoying um for like probably 30 40 minutes just going in there dying going in there dying and it's like oh uh but finally i was able to get like just three. I was like, you know, I'm just doing three. So screw it. As soon as I hit three and I can get my <laughs> like combo meter up, I'm just gonna just do it. And I, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna have enough to kill him or not because he was about like just just over fifty percent health. And um, but yeah, so I, I trigger and I find and I did it. I was like, ah, finally, I, I got all the I got the full bonus damage or whatever, and I kill him. So I feel like that that fight was crazy and just more difficult. And um, even the end fight, the end fight just t- it just takes forever. This guy's got so much health at the end. But um, yeah, it was good, and the story it just gets real out there. I mean, it's very Japanese in that way. Uh, but uh, it is it's pretty cool, and you know it does give you a new game plus option, and then they also let you go back and 
put you into the moment right before the end. Hey, did you talk to the um, the father or whatever? The architect? Yeah, yeah. architect. Mm -hmm. Come on, dude. I don't know if you got what they were going for, but there's a moment in that like story sequence, a story cutscene or whatever, which is totally just like a <laughs> moment. Like, I don't know if you caught on to it. Um, well, I was kind of tired when I was watching it. Okay. I was, so I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention right. too much to it. So I don't know if I, I – I mean, there was some interesting stuff going on, though. And there's a pretty – some – you know, there's a lot of uh, – high thinking i guess you could say as far as like you know where this story was and the whole yeah creation like universe creation thing or something yeah so i was like uh i, I might have to like watch like a yeah, you might have to yeah like explain this to shit to me because even like it know, does get super like that's the thing is like the, the stories always start out like oh it's like a typical like boy meets girl kind of trope and then yeah. like you know shit happens and like oh all of a sudden it's like a save the world save the universe type of yeah, deal like, trying like, to get to this place God, and this and, place yeah. is not what you think it is yep. and everything's turned on its head so um but yeah no, i was just i was so more of like i just need to beat this game <laughs> uh but yeah i definitely probably i i'll go back and like watch a um either watch the like because you can watch the cutscenes themselves Either do that or just watch a video saying like an analyze like somebody analyzing the ending or something. But uh, it's just a lot of fun. I definitely really enjoyed this game, and I, I'm I'd probably get the the DLC and play through that because some of those characters are really cool that you um, play as in this game, and they touch mm -hmm. on a lot of that story in this. But you get to kind of live it through it. It seems like. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, that's that's really cool. I'm yeah. interested to hear your thoughts when you finally beat it. And maybe I'll tell you, uh, like, what the, like, mind blow. Like, there's seriously a moment where it's just like, I was like, holy shit, like, the whole thing came together. It was like, like, we were just talking about how Game of Thrones, like, ended, or just, like, was totally terrible and, like, totally just entirely disappointing. This is the exact opposite, where it's like, I didn't even know this was possible. Like, this wasn't even my radar of, like, how this thing could have went, <laughs> how this could have, like, made me happy. It was just like, it was so yeah. out of left field. I was just like, I literally like put my controller down and I stood up and I was just like, I was like kind of just like looking around because like, did this just happen? I can't believe it just happened. Like I was freaking out and I was trying to like talk to anybody about it because like, you know, it ties into other stuff. But I'm like, I can't talk to anybody about this. Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I, mentioned like, you, oh, I remember you mentioned something like that. And I, I, to be honest, I was like super tired when I got to that yeah. point. I was just like, ah. Oh. Finally, and like I was not really paying attention yeah. to the architect section of it so much. Because yeah. um, some of these cutscenes are freaking long. They are long. And long. it's just like a lot of like jumping between like now and back then and now and back then. It's like, what's going on? This, how does this matter? And it's like, so it's kind of like easy to kind of tune out of it a little bit and just, but uh, no, I, I definitely want to go back and kind of analyze the ending a little bit more just because I, I was really more focused on just trying to beat the game. <laughs> Than I was trying to like think no, I, about I, what I this you. was. Uh, and then other than that, I did um, want to mention I played this game. I'm going to show on video here called Deep oh, Space D6, which is a solitaire style game, and it's essentially like FTL. If you guys know what FTL is, it's the um, mm -hmm. strategy oh. game, computer strategy game. It's essentially that in a board game form, and it's a, it's actually a lot of fun. And so you have these dice that represent crew members, and you roll these dice to get these crew members, but then you have these threats that come out and you have to kind of uh, assign the crew members to uh, basically, you know, clear the threats and the different, there's like internal threats and then external threats, so like you have ships that are attacking you and then you have 
threats that are internal like oh no this panel just blew off and we have to like there's a fire so there's like different things that happen and then there are these um uh, threats that just are eventual like they're just inevitable and it's good they're gonna happen uh and so like they have different boards that are different ships that are kind of change the difficulty and things like that so i was actually pretty impressed with it and uh, i was looking forward to playing it for a while i just never got around to it so i got a chance to do it and i definitely recommend if you're into uh board games and dice rolling and and again this is a solar solo game so it's not like you're playing with other people you can just play this anytime and it's quick setup maybe you know 30 seconds to set up so that's what i've been up to all right uh tony how about you uh let's see mostly still league of legends uh, this battle pass thing is over in about a week and I, I don't think i'll ever do it again because it's one of those things where like because i bought it i feel like i need to get like my money's worth because like there's a mm. super ultra rare skin that you can get if you like play like a shit ton and i'm just like never again like i'll if, it, if i really want it, I'll, I'll just spend the money i'll fucking just spend the money because like it's one of the things where like i need to grind this shit out like mm-hmm. literally every day i need to make sure i'm grinding at least x amount of tokens every day so you use the skin that you could buy though not directly it's one of those things where it's like you have to buy orbs and you get bonus tokens for all the orbs you buy so it's like like whatever it's like i think 50 bucks if you if you bought it like in transaction amounts or something like that i mean it's good it's only like i really care but i was just like oh well i'll just get the battle pass how hard could it be and i was like wait i did the math i was like this is actually really hard you know stuff like that (laughs) um so lesson learned in that part, but um, I pick up Sekiro again because um, uh, I've been new game doing... plus or no 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 I just I, I never beat it I just oh you out. haven't started okay I, I beat the one like one of the first major bosses in the game I was like all right like that was challenging I need to just like give this a break right now and like come back to it mm-hmm. so I get back to it only played for like five minutes and it's like oh look another boss and it's like oh okay and this boss beat my balls in like so hard <laughs> ouch uh, like it took me three hours three hours before i finally fucking beat this boss it was oh, so geez. ridiculous and it was the point where like i was just like because there's like multiple phases so it's like and this one was only two phases but i by the time i got to the second phase and the thing is if you die die like you have to start back at phase one it was to the point where like i was so focused on phase two that i couldn't get through phase one a lot of the time anymore oh, yeah and it's super frustrating because you're like I, I was like nailing it. I was acing this. I had all his patterns down and shit like that. And like, you just get sloppy. You make one mistake and it's just like, fuck it. Like, just fucking take me now. Like, fucking get it over with. Cause like, I need like full potions or at least ma- as many potions as I can for the second phase of the fight. Like, I can't be waiting, wasting on the first phase. It's just like, you get impatient. You like get like a fourth attack in instead of stopping at three. And I'm just like, Oh my god! And when I beat it, I was just like, "Fuck you!" So I literally shouted, "Fuck you!" On my team. I was like, "Fuck you!" I was like, so frustrated, but it it was uh, it was well earned. It was a satisfying team. ending there. Oh no, like. it was. I mean, you definitely feel that sense of accomplishment at the same time. Just like, God damn, like, ah, oh, it just. Um, I, I never struggled that badly with with uh, any of the achievement for it. Yeah, oh yeah, you definitely get an achievement for it. It's again one of those like I don't know, forty percent. I have to say, like, yeah, and I I do appreciate like the achievement aspect because with Xenoblade, just go back. Like, there are no achievements. I like when I beat the Malthus, I'm like, fuck that guy. Like, I want like a little trophy to show like I beat this dude. Need some 
human validation. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I'm curious to see if uh, if Jim has played it since then and uh, what he's. Oh was. God, yeah. doubt it. that. I can't even think of anything on that level of difficulty. I might have done the closest thing might have been to fight and beat all the Valkyries and God of War. Yeah, I mean they they can get pretty tough. Yeah, it's the closest thing I can think of. But uh, anyway, uh, is that it, Tony? Yep. Okay. Uh, for me, I just played some more uh, Mortal okay. Kombat 11. Yeah. A um, little just added to the grind and played some online. Not, nothing really new. <laughs> yeah. So that's about it. Um, so we'll get into the news then. I feel like we need like, a jingle or something. It's like... Or something. A news <laughs> jingle? <laughs> like like eyewitness things. news or something? Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, well, we don't have that. So instead, we'll just go right in. Um, so E3 is coming soon, and almost everything we're seeing is kind of a leak or a hint or an advertisement for an announcement or an announcement of an announcement that we're getting no, here. That's that's the popular thing. It's yeah. a teaser, teaser for an announcement. But uh, I guess we'll start with one thing that isn't, and that is that Anthem's Twitter is also dying or dead for a month. Um, who posted this one? Not I. Uh, might have been Jim. Might have been Jim. All right, I'll look at it real quick. <laughs> I mean, when you think about it, you know, it's it's Anthem. They push their roadmap, which like I mean, that, roadmap, that's 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 the thing, and this is it's the same thing that got me with with Andromeda. It launched and it was kind of bad, but it was salvageable. I thought. If no. they just supported it, if they did what they said they would do within the game, which obviously soft. like you come out, you you stumble a little bit, but you you stick mm -hmm. to it and you make it better. Yeah, and if you committed to it and improved upon it, it would have been better. But again, since ever since they just are like, oh, remember our roadmap? Yeah, that's not going to happen like that. That's that was like the death knell for this, the death blow for this game. Mm -hmm. I think you can't. You can't like if anyone invested through all of the issues, that wouldn't that would be what was, would make them just quit. And I think that's what happened. And I guess on Twitter they also aren't even updating anymore. They're just you know gone silence, focusing yeah. elsewhere or something. So I can't really. Here's one of my game. bold predictions down the drain. And what, what, which was your bold prediction? My bold prediction was Anthem would be successful. Oh, that that was bold. Yeah, that's what I said. It was bold. It was every, I, there was no. We all were talking about how this game just looks like it's set up to fail, and uh, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make a prediction that is not. And yeah, well, I I was kind of hoping it would be like mediocre and like just limp along and like sort of get better as time went on. But if they're not gonna support it in a timely fashion, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's not it's gonna not, happen. This stuff's coming out like you know, Borderlands, probably more Destiny, Division Two's doing great like there are things that are just in that style of looter shooters that you're just gonna get more out of no matter what like you they, these guys it, it's over for them you can't you can't come back from this now not unless they surprise someone with like a major announcement new updated roadmap with more shit yeah i doubt it um and this thing is like for these, these bunch of free-to-play games are just gonna kill it too in a way even apex legends is killing it <laughs> Dauntless just got released out of beta too. That's killing it. Okay, so here 
Does anyone have anything else to say about that? <laughs> I think I think that's that's. I don't think bad. they have anything else to say about no, it. No, they they won't. Um. So, file this an announcement of an announcement here. Uh, we've got uh, Kojima sharing new Death Stranding teaser. More coming May 29th. Who uh? Does anyone know anything that's more tomorrow. about this? So when you guys are listening to this, you'll you'll know about this, I suppose. Yeah. Um. So Death Stranding is still happening and still coming. More info. Do we? Do you think we get a um, like on a release date? I think they'll wait for actual E three for that. They're not at E three. Oh, that that period of time. <laughs> so they're gonna announce an announcement. That's the probably. Yeah, probably. I mean, see, this is the thing again. Like, we'll get into it if we, or we could do it now, and it doesn't really matter. But yeah, E3 doesn't, as an actual physical event, doesn't mean as much as it used to. But it's still the time where all these companies are sort of geared up to make big announcements and reveals. So even if they're not there, even if they control it with their own sort of video or event, they uh, they'll do something probably. <laughs> so yeah, as, far as this news though, I, I don't. Thing is, it's so like such non-news. Like it's news that's non-news because it doesn't no, matter. Because yeah. like, oh well, hey, get ready for this day. Okay. And well, then, yeah, but you, you, you get that day comes and you're like, well, here's what we have to show you. It's coming out in November or something. Like, okay, why couldn't you just said that two days ago when you made this teaser announcement? Well, like, the thing about this game though is there's so much that's still kind of unknown. Like, you don't really know what type of gameplay this is. I mean, we saw something that looked like gameplay, but it's hard to tell what was even happening. <laughs> it's like Fetch Quest the simulator, apparently, it looks like. It's it. Yeah, so we could get a, a bit more, I think, clarification about what type of game this really is. But uh, for me, it's so like out there right now. Like, Obviously, like I liked MGS5 while it was like d- the completed parts of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I would be, would be interested in this if I knew what it was, but because it's so abstract, I can't feel that excited in it yet about it yet because I don't know what it is. Like yeah. I don't know. Are you guys there too with this? No, exactly. It's just it exists, um, and I'll wait for it to come out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, tech specs. You know, so just... <laughs> cool. You can talk about it all you want. I'm like, yep. Yeah. Okay. Um. So now, actual uh, announcement about an E3 announcement <laughs> is that the Xbox's E3 press conference could be its longest yet. Yeah. Uh, rumor, and I've heard, is that uh, uh, e- uh, Microsoft's going all out, and they had two choices. It was basically either like, you know, just, you know, let a couple bits of information out and then just say, you know, more information in the future. Or, uh, yeah, we're just going to blow our load right now uh, and try to get the positive momentum ahead of Sony. And uh, that's the one that they went with. Well, so, considering Sony's not, not there. Right, exactly. It makes sense. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, the stage mm-hmm. is kind of theirs, you know. Mm-hmm. The literal stage, but the worldwide stage? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't know. Um, because, again, now we also have leaks about PS5 coming out now. Or not, maybe not even leaks. I, I don't know what this is. It's just an information. Yeah. Uh, and they're saying uh, PS5 GPU will use brand new RDNA architecture developed by AMD. Um, any more info on that? 
not that I'm, I, I don't know much about it. I just know, I thought it was kind of funny that the original release, like announcement of this stuff kind of se- it seems so random. And apparently that's due because they, the published, like whoever it was, um, from PC world, I forget who like put it out. Um, they were like, we have this story, we're going to run it. We can either run it as a, you know, non-official thing, or we can do it as an official thing with you guys. And so I was like, oh, let's just do it. Let's do it that was kind of funny so like that now seeing more stuff come out makes sense i mean it's all out there i'm sure like so it's still gonna start you know dripping info as uh we get closer yeah and the other thing was uh that they expect that ps5 that to fully support cross-generation play which i think should be expected at this point but it I, it's still a story i guess <laughs> no i think they confirmed it they, they confirmed that. I mean, it has, they, they definitely confirmed about it because they talked okay. about how you can mm-hmm. play online with someone on PS5 and PS4 playing the same, you know, game uh, together. So, you know, if you have like, I don't know, Madden on the PS5 and you have Madden on PS4 and you can play it together. I mean, I think uh, it's definitely a good thing because I think, you know, the install base mm-hmm. is there for the PlayStation 4, obviously. Um, yeah, we talked about this before, you know, with like, yeah. you know, you can't have your Fortnite shit not, you know, on your new system. Mm-hmm. It'll be very interesting to see how this actually works in practice because we haven't really had a new generation, like, fully embrace from the get-go the whole backwards compatible aspects to the point where you can even play online together on separate systems, so... Mm-hmm. We shall see. I hope all these promises come to pass, though, because it otherwise it's a, it becomes an inconvenience that there's a new generation. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, generations are kind of over, in my opinion. I think. Mm-hmm. In, in more like I mean, it's like the phones. You know, you're gonna get incremental. Yeah, that's what I said. You know, you're just gonna get these incremental things. Like, yeah, it'll be better, but how much better? Mm. Yeah. I guess this will be the the first real test to that. Yeah. Um, and then, what else is here? It's, it's Nintendo news about just Nintendo not being that great at online stuff, as usual. <laughs> online play in Super Mario Maker 2 limited to randoms only. Uh, Jim posted this. I think he just wanted to take a shot at Nintendo and see what you would say, Tony. So, what yeah. do you have to say? I mean, <laughs> it's kind of... So, apparently, Mario Maker 2... You, like So, the gimmick... Well, one of the, not gimmick, but one of the things of Mario Maker 2 features. is that it's not just right features. It's not just single single player Mario. You can do up to four players yeah. like the, the U series or the new series. Uh, but for some reason, like if we're all we all have the copies of this game, we can't play four player online together. Uh, if we're friends, you can only be done via like random matchmaking with random people on the internet. Which I admit is pretty fucking dumb. Like I don't understand the logistics. So you want to like make level, right? Like, like you're right, making, exactly. You want to collaborate with people that. Yeah. And so like, like, yeah, I just, I mean, it's so absurd that like I, I kind of don't believe it, or like I just think it's maybe <laughs> so one of those things there. that they couldn't get finished by you know the release date, and it's just going to come down like in a in a you know content update like free patch or something like that. But I mean, I don't know, like. The, there's like such outrage culture these days where all these people are like, oh, canceling the pre-order. And like, I'm fucking glad I paid $20 for my Nintendo online. I'm just like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's stupid and it's shitty, but like, really like you're going to like, this is the hill you want to die on. Like, okay. Like, I mean, yeah. to each your own, like, okay. Uh, I get it. So yeah, it's stupid. I shrug my shoulders. I mean, 
don't get me wrong, it would be cool to play, you know, four player online. But that has to be coming. I mean, the, right. to be able to play with your friends online, like that. I mean, that has to be coming, right? Like you would think. Like it's just so weird. You should be able to add that later on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, I, I don't, I don't see it as not coming. I just view it as not at launch and that's fine like and even if it doesn't like the main appeal of it is building you your level local right local yeah and local you can do local four player and i mean honestly like you know to me that's there's some games where it's just like it just local is always better you know and so like mm-hmm. that like you know smash brothers and, and mario party like yeah I, i'd like to be able to play those games online but it's just not the same feel as like you know being on the couch or in the same room and just right. you know having that Good mm-hmm. last. I understand not everybody's in that situation. We're all older, and you know those times are less frequent. But you know, it's what it, it, it is. What it is. Um, but people want to get outraged, and they're allowed to. That's fine. Good. But I'm not gonna. It, no, it sucks. I admit. But you know, I'm not gonna be like up in arms or, you know, whatever about it. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, just another story. I just see here. I'm curious what you think, if you care at all, Corey. But it is about Borderlands. Their their studio exec, uh, John. Vignacci, I would say is how you say his name. He left Gearbox after less than a year for his dream job. Do you know him or care about him at all? Uh, I don't recognize the name. I mean, okay. thing is, like, Randy Pitchford is the face and the name of these is this. And like, I know there was a couple people before that, uh, you know, with Borderlands Two. But as far as Borderlands Three goes, I'm not too. Into- do you do you worry that this is Pitchford related? <laughs> I mean. It, people move around in video games all the time. Sure. Developers. So to this one little thing, I don't see it being that. Like, what was his position? He was a studio exec. I don't know if that's not that specific. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it could be anything. I don't see I, I'm not reading into it at all. He's a publishing boss. Uh, he's a veteran. Eh, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It's just... There does seem to be a little bit of smoke around Pitchford lately, mm-hmm. more than. I mean, there is a rumor that I would like to, because I, I actually had this in my predictions, but now it's coming out. Like, it seems like it's pretty much a sure thing. Is that Borderlands Two is going to get DLC during E3? <laughs> uh, that's going to bridge two to three. Really? I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, so the rumor is confirmed or like heavily. So, so it's heavily that... heavily rumored right now. There's like like people have like data mined Steam the uh, Steam's database for this stuff, and there was uh, like these mystery updates that people didn't know what they were, and then they, they found all these files. Oh yeah, yeah, I think I saw something on one of the air. So um, so yeah, it's like basically it's called um, Commander Lilith and and the fight for Sanctuary, and they say it's going to be releasing i mean this is the rumor and obviously it's like probably on the 80 percent like legit side of things right now Whoa. uh and they say it's releasing during e3 and it's going to bridge borderlands 2 to borderlands 3 and i think that's really cool i mean this game now, is is borderlands 2 also the part of that like a uh, <clears throat> remaster they just released well they did the remaster for one but borderlands yeah. 2 um they kind of remastered already and they just okay. they just dropped um ultra 4k assets in for free uh yeah and so this i mean this is freaking awesome like like you get like dlc for a game that's like six years old and uh it's really cool so i'm excited i'm excited to see if it's real and and uh, what this is actually going to be but 
That's cool. They're giving players something to do in Borderlands and keep the Borderlands train rolling and the hype rolling through the summer until this game is released. Cool. All right. Um, Anyone find any other news we want to talk about at all? Uh, Some breaking news is happening. uh, The Pokemon company is doing their um, press conference right now. Not oh, to be confused with the actual Pokemon Direct later on in this right, week. I was going to say, that, isn't that June 5th? <laughs> right, right. That's that's its own thing for let's uh, the Sword and Shield. This is just their company press conference. Mm-hmm. So they started off by announcing um, a new Detective Pikachu gaming coming out for Switch. And I'm just like, uh, like I get it, but like, movie time. I didn't have this out for the movie. Like, yeah. Well, like, I mean, at the same time, like, I'd rather have like a movie tie in game that's good and not, you know. No, no, you're right. Uh, yeah, I mean, like Goldeneye was what, like two years after the movie. Yeah, <laughs> and there's that Wolverine game that came out way later. Uh, was that way later? I think I don't think it was. I think that was in time. Okay, not, I, I always thought maybe just like just no. It's because originally they were developing it. My... They were developing it independently of the fact that it was mo- a movie coming out, and then they just shoehorned right. it afterwards. Mm-hmm. I do see this other thing where um, Witcher Three is coming to Switch apparently. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know if that type of game lends itself to that so much, but oh, I, people like it. So uh, RPGs are fantastic because you can just you know relax. Like Xenoblade, I spent ninety hours in. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So, eh, I guess our topic is now uh, E3 again is coming up, but uh, we're not going to do our full predictions yet. But we are going to talk about how relevant it is as an event or at, at least at the time of year or should this even be a big time for all these reveals or do we not even expect much anymore? So, no, I mean, that's <laughs> a valid point though, Mike, cause you do like throughout the year, you kind of have to re- release stuff and like tease things. And, and we get these other events that come out, you know, we do have other game shows as well, you know, Tokyo game show and mm-hmm. uh, the one in Germany. Gamescom, thank you, and even um, packs. Yeah, even even the Game Awards now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and Game Awards. So, as far as announcements go, like I, I don't necessarily think it's the end all be all as it used to be, but I do appreciate the fact that E three, you know that E three is coming, and you're going to get a gluttony of mm-hmm. news and updates and different yeah. things. So I, I really like that aspect that like, hey, this time of year, you know, we're going to come together as an industry and give you something that's going to make you excited for what's to come and get you excited for the future of gaming. Because, yes, you get that throughout the year, but like it's nice to have something to look forward to and know it's going to happen on an annual basis as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think it's like, I, I mean, I predicted the death fall of E3 for, I don't know, four years at least, maybe five. I mean, I don't know, a long time. Um, and fortunately or unfortunately, depending on your point of view, it has seemingly come to fruition or at least close to complete fruition. Um, it's just one of the things that at least the way it was for many years, is just that style of presentation, that style of delivering information is so out of date. Because again, like b- before the internet, you know, it was all press magazines. So you had like, literally if you wanted the news, you had to go there and you had to go there and you had to play these games and then you had to write up articles that wouldn't be in magazines for like another month or so. Um, so, you know, it was understood. 
Now in the era, and even in the early days of the internet, the infrastructure just wasn't there to share like content, you know, in such an easy, easily consumable way. But now with broadband, high-speed internet, streaming, um, there's no reason for these companies to not disseminate that information to the public, which again, just I mean, further circulates in, even into like the gaming journalism portion of the industry. Like, <laughs> do we really need them to play games or 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 what? Because you know, what are they? What are they doing that we're not seeing? Um, but I still think it's relevant to have the industry there together in a conference and to talk and, um, you know, uh, make deals behind back back rooms. As shady as that sounds, I think it's a good thing because, you know, that's that's how a lot of these things happen where, you know, a company will stop by another booth and be like, wow, this looks really interesting. And they'll talk about it and, you know, maybe get an exclusive or a port. That's how or, Tales from Borderlands came to be. Right, exactly. So, I mean, uh, even like, you know, it's funny, we were talking about Witcher, how like, Witcher 1, there's like these funny pictures you could find online about how like, um, CP or, uh, CD, yeah, Project CD, Project. CD Project, CD uh, VR, um, had like this small dinky little room with like one TV with one like PC that was running Witcher 1. And like, they had to kind of like beg people to come and play this fucking game. And you look and not like what, like not even a decade later, they're like, you know, one of the biggest third parties in Europe, you know, it's and mo most prestigious, of course. So it's really ridiculous that, you know, just think about like, um, you know, you kind of need to build it. But for, for the more established companies, like, you know, the big three, obviously, well, I mean, what's the point? Because, you know, uh, the first step was when Nintendo kind of bowed out, they're like, hey, you know, like, we don't need to do these giant, uh, press pressers on stage right because like a uh you have to get these personalities that most likely were not trained to speak in public um or you have the people that are trained to, to speak publicly but don't know how anything about the game because they didn't work on the game they didn't develop the game uh not to mention shit that goes wrong with the shows like i mean anytime with the connect uh the infamous we um skyward sword thing where like you know the it was messing with the infrared sensors and stuff like that and making the demo look really bad um it's like why do that and all the money that you invest in that why not just do the you know controlled environment right, controlled environment you control mm -hmm. it you can practice you can rehearse you can present the information of whatever method that you want to portray it in and then for a deeper dive you can just have people streaming and that's what they do with treehouse live and i knew it was just a matter of time until all these other companies started doing it now you see sony and microsoft they both have their own shows they both do their own uh, things right now. Um, I mean, what the the Sony was it? Let's Days of Play or whatever. Like, yeah. where they literally just do these like mini direct things, and it's State, it's state of Play. State of Play. I'm sorry. Thank you. <laughs> or just like it, it's it's literally the same exact you know style of presentation. Not like it's original or anything, but it's like you know snippets of gameplay, tagline, coming whatever, moving on to the next game. It's just like yeah, it's the formula, but it works because you know they found that way to do it, and you know you can see now Sony Sony isn't in it this year, so it's like well. I mean, what, what more is left? I mean, I don't even think EA is there this year, right? Where's Activision? Uh, um, I, don't. I think Activision is not there. I think yeah, EA is not a conference. Uh, but not as far as like your point is like them not doing the shows and like uh, and obviously having the control environments very important for these companies to make themselves look good and because uh, you can have those those infamous moments where just things just break and it doesn't look right and um, you have to restart the demo or something you know crazy stuff like that. But that's kind of the charm that I like, you know, like I really like that aspect of it. And uh, 
it's kind of for me i'm a little saddened that we don't get these conferences more you know like i i like the conference style of it i like to see someone on stage presenting stuff and like doing really? thing. I, I, I never I watched that part of any of these you, things you ever. like them like uh, <laughs> i mean i, I like, like to see like the things that like, go can go uh, right and things can go wrong you just want the spectacle portion yeah no I mean, that's the whole point and like i like and you get the moments where like with um Mario and Rabbids, you know, you get to like put the camera on the guy and see him how emotional he is. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, there's definitely like, have that. Yeah. Like every the, every once in a while, you get some nice moments like that. And I think that's nice where yeah. the, things are live and like you get these moments uh, that that's because of the live aspect of it. You could do that. I mean, there's also the idea that we could have it could be a virtual space in the future. Maybe you could have like E3 day where everyone streams at the same time live, but they're not in the same location. So they all have their own things going. Uh, maybe like to one event area, but they're not actually there. Like I could picture that being a way to make it continue. Because to me, like it's more of the, the time that I value that it's a collaboration that like the industry decides they all want to reveal stuff during this time. And it's a time that needs it honestly, because Nothing really happens during this time of year game-wise. Otherwise, like nothing interesting is being released for like the next like few months. So it's a good time to get some get your appetite whetted for like, you know, the fall and going forward for the next year. Um, so and I do think these companies are sort of conditioned to have their big reveals during this time of year still, even if they're not necessarily going to this event and like presenting stuff to the press with like some dude who doesn't know what he's doing every time which mm -hmm. doesn't it's, it's never really made too much sense to me in the first place like i again i always just looked for the the videos afterwards of like what actually was revealed i don't really care about you know miyamoto flailing with the controller that doesn't work so <laughs> i mean it's funny i guess if it goes wrong like that but yeah I don't, I don't need that. Um, I'm, I'm here to see like what these companies have, but I do like the idea of them being sort of constrained to one like big day, like a bigger day than maybe the other ones. Like, I don't know if that's going to continue. That's what I'm a little worried about with the sort of fracturing of it and everyone doing their own thing that some, like you're expecting sort of something, the big guns from like everyone during this one time. And now going forward, now we might get some, people just being like yeah there's like some dlc for an existing game that's it they might not do as much as they were sort of yeah but felt like they might then again you, that's also how you get those sort of like false trailers and overhype where they announce something way before it's ready so there's a double side to it too i just from the consumer standpoint i want to be excited by things now because again nothing's coming out for a little while so i like the idea of having a day like a video game reveal day pretty much so mm -hmm. if there can be an e3 day going forward like that'd be cool without it having to actually be like a press event in a specific well, they, place. they also open this up to the public now so like yes i know and it's it's going to be more like packs going forward i'm sure it might even completely go back to being just like a consumer event more than a press event but uh i don't know did you guys think that that's possible that that can that the time of year can still be the big reveal time for every company or will that go away too as the actual event becomes less important uh i don't know i mean the thing is i mean back in the day again when it was pretty much for the industry and just the industry i mean originally e3 was pitched as a show where you know you 
you pitch your products that were launching later that year to people uh, that were representatives of these companies that would buy your product for the companies that they represented, like, you know, Toys R Us, Macy's, mm -hmm. Sears, you know, Walmart, whatever. Um, that was originally the goal of E3, where like, hey, look, we got this coming out. And then just over the years, it developed into this like razzle dazzle spectacle show, um, you know, for the consumers and stuff like that. Um, which, you know, is good in a way, but, um, you know, really June, you know, this June area is like the perfect time where like they can get feedback, they can get impressions, they can go back to the companies and say, hey, well, you know, we think we need like X million copies of this game, Y million copies of this game in during the holiday season. So we need to order it soon so that they, you know, the retailers will have time, or the companies will have time to, you know, make the discs or cartridges, you know, print them, ship them, get them to warehouses and then into our distribution centers, et cetera, et cetera. Cause there's logistics behind it. And really, if you think about it from June to like the beginning of the holiday season, it's only like four months, really. Like it's a, it's a short turnaround time. Um, but again, we're, we're so far removed from that where like all that shit takes place behind, you know, back doors now. Um, it's just, I think it's just more mostly out of tradition. It's still in the June area. Cause like, again, unless you're launching a system and they want to, you know, be like, Hey, here's our new system available in like five months, which I just don't see them doing anymore. Like uh, Microsoft is essentially doing it this year, but I can't imagine that Sony is waiting until E3 next year to unveil the PlayStation four. Right. No, I mean, they're going to do their own thing for that. I mean, they've already yeah. unveiled it. It's, it's, it exists yeah. as a thing. So it's like they'll do their own special thing for it. And who knows when it's going to be. But as far as like we mentioned earlier, I, I do like, you know, the industry coming together for this event, you know, this uh, a couple days just to kind of share what's coming up, get people excited for the future. Mm -hmm. And yeah, who knows? And make deals, you know, and partnerships and things like that. So. Mm -hmm. I like that idea, and again, like you mentioned, Mike, it's good timing for the consumer because we're not really doing much right now because uh, the you know the emphasis on getting games out and doing that so it's just not there during the summer, so we don't have much to do. Mm -hmm. we and, and and as the game awards, which I believe are in December, right? Mm -hmm. They yeah. come become that becomes more of another like you know important time of year. This is like you know, exactly six months away from that kind of. Right, right. So I think it, it does work out well that way. But um, uh, again, I don't want companies to also be forced to like sell you f false hype or misinformation during a time as well, which has always been an issue with E3 too. So that's the other end of it. Well, I mean, whenever you announce something and it's not ready, you know, things can change anytime. So... I, we've seen it so many times before. Mm -hmm. Anything else anyone has to say about this? Yeah, no, I mean, it's exciting, but at the same time, like, there's there's so many conferences, you know, all these companies do their own direct events anyway, because, again, it just comes back to, like, why would you, like, if you're working on a product that you're like, this needs to be the next big thing, why would you want to risk showing it off where you could easily get outstaged or outclassed just because, you know, there's all these other games, you know, it's like, why not control your own event? Stuff like that. Mm. So, yeah, there's definitely uh, advantages to that as well. But at the same time, it's also nice to be able to be a part of something big like this. It's like, well, here's all the announced trailers. You can just kind of go through them and like, um, mm -hmm. I mean, so there's ups and downs, but obviously yeah. uh, there's advantages to and disadvantages. But um, 
was to say is like sometimes things are just not ready and you know mm-hmm. trees around so like you, you can't yeah. yeah i mean the other thing is it kind of pisses me off we didn't talk about it but like what pisses me off a lot is when the companies create a specific demo for e3 right, right. which is not representative of the final game and i say it all the time like Perfect example is Anthem or uh, No Man's Sky. Both times I saw that first trailer, I was like, bullshit. I said, fuck bullshit. <laughs> like, there's no way in hell the final game is going to be represented of that. Zero percent chance. And mm-hmm. I was right. Yeah, those, uh, yeah, and Jim got Jim gets real mad about those trailers, too. too bad so now he does. Because yeah. <laughs> after I pointed out, like, like, like proven wrong so many times. That's fine. <laughs> I feel bad in a way. It's like, I'm like, hey, Jim, remember? <laughs> uh, remember this? Yeah. It's like, oh God. So all that being said, um, this E3. Now let, we won't go into specifics, but do we expect there to be like, like big announcements during the? I'm not even necessarily the E3, but I mean like everything around that, like those few days do no, we expect exactly. big announcements from oh, this yeah. or, or do we think it'll be less than last year last year what not I much don't happened think it could be less when you know there's like new consoles imminent and uh, so there's no way it's gonna be less so, but, well well so you're saying though you you fully expect like xbox to do their thing at e3 and sony to reveal more information separately during the same time you fully expect that i think sony i i I do think Sony's gonna do something. I'll talk more about my predictions in the um in next week's podcast. You know, we'll, we'll take more specifics, but mm-hmm. I think Sony's gonna have some presence during this time of year and uh Xbox is gonna go like mentioned earlier, it's like they're gonna blow their load here with the uh, <laughs> E3 announcement and um give you everything that you think that they can without, you know, lying essentially and um maybe with yeah, that we'll some, some, yeah well I'll, yeah absolutely we're gonna, get, so we're gonna hear things that never come to be i'm sure yeah yeah it's unfortunate but i mean like so perfect examples right now actually so that this pokemon 2019 press conference going on right now that's 131,000 viewers at 9 30 p.m eastern time on a fucking tuesday night like that's ridiculous numbers I and mean, it's just like they're just talking about this pokemon shit one of the other things they just announced was pokemon sleep where like you get a device that looks like a pokeball that like, like, looks like a Snorlax or what? <laughs> no, no, yeah. Well, they they made a joke. They're like, we 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 tested with multiple Snorlaxes to make sure it's effective. <laughs> but like it so, somehow tracks your sleep and tells you like judges you on like how good quality of sleep. You I know you got like that phone creepy and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. Like I just want my Pokemon Snap. Like that's that's what I'm waiting for. Is that? Mm. That's right. But, yeah. Pokemon out. Watch you while you sleep. Yep. <laughs> Pokemon uh, go to sleep. Yeah. Um, so I guess this year we will probably get a decent amount of stuff because of the looming consoles. I am curious about certain uh, games that have been in limbo for a while, but we'll get into more details later. Um, Next week. Yep. Next week we're definitely we're doing uh, predictions for long. Yeah. I mean, and, and again, we're glad about at least being something of a cohesive event because we get to predict and have a little fun with it. <laughs> Plus Jim will be back too. So. Yes, right. Yes. We all miss Jim dearly. <laughs> all right. I think that wraps it up guys. Um, so you can email us at podcast at all you can geek.net. You can see us on Facebook, Twitter, 
YouTube, all that stuff. Leave a like, subscribe, do that stuff too. Watch us on YouTube. No one does. Do it. <laughs> Share us. Tell your friends. Make us make see how bad my lighting is. Understand what they're talking about. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's it. We'll see you next week for some E3 predictions. Yes.